It's like, well, how did Arizona get in there? Holy crap. That's why. Dude. Oh, man. Yeah. You ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. I know it's November 1st. Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It is November 1st, and we've lost, we've done so many podcasts, we've lost track. We yeah, are, I don't know how what number it is. <laughs> we are the role players. I am Arthur Mosley. I'm Daniel Allen. And our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us anyways. Hey, we're just a conversation on sports, and right now our main focus is college sports, college football. Uh, we're going to jump right into it. Daniel. Playoffs! Playoffs? 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 Since we couldn't pirate Jim Moore's audio, we had to do it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. since we don't have rights to anything, nothing, we'll just reenact everything. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> At some point, we got to reenact. We just got to like beatbox music, too. If we want different intro music, we can just hum it right? and beatbox it. I, I got a better idea. Yeah. We can get like a quartet of Bowen and... and Kids? And, uh, and, yeah, Bowen and, and um, Cooper and... He, he earlier he was singing uh, his new favorite monk song is Brass Monkey by the Beastie Boys. Okay, we can. So yeah, we, could, we were singing it earlier. We could remix like his version of Brass Monkey with Isaac's version of Twenty Four Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. Huh? And then Bad to the Bone, George Thurgood. Okay, he that's his yeah. other favorite song. But right now my kids absolutely love um, Imagine Dragons, that Believer song. I'm, mm-hmm. I hate it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm completely over that song. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's annoying. But I we can get him to do the intro for us. It, yeah. Can we make more than 20 people believers in our show? Uh, we're 21, so yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> College. Back, back to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah seriously. Uh, playoffs released last night, and I did not. Um, I was busy handing out candy, so I missed the yeah. big announcement. But I checked my Twitter feed, and I, I, I don't know. I thought I'd leap forward into 2018, and Georgia had beaten Bama for the national title is what I saw. Uh, I was mistaken. <laughs> I was sadly mistaken. It's funny because you and I've seen a couple other people. Where, like, Who are these Georgia fans that, that you follow that are saying all this? Because I don't see it. I see a bunch of, oh, now they're gonna, Bama's going to be hanging like grief and like... I don't seen, see I've it. I've just seen so much experience. And then you decided to, to put my name on <laughs> something that, hey, the rankings don't matter. I say like every week, rankings don't matter. And then you're like, hey, just tell. Just, hey, UGA Allen, rank, none of these matter, rankings matter to the end of the year. I was like, what? where did that come from? What are you t- who are you talking to? I, ha- I was taking my frustrations out of my friend. I, I know, I know. <laughs> was, I was like, after I went back and read that tweet, I was like, yeah, he's probably right. That's <laughs> I should have, you know. I, I never talk about rankings. Like in this one, it's cool to 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 be able to. I mean, Georgia hasn't been number one during a season since who knows in the eighties that we were preseason number one in 08, one in week one and then dropped. Well, <laughs> so but hey, it's cool to be up there, but it's not gonna. None of that matters. It's the SEC championship matter. Well, I will say if you're one. If if it's which I think that if we both win out, Bama will jump us because they have more ranked teams and it was already close. Mm-hmm. But if we're one, if you're number one and you lose to number two, you have a greater chance of still somehow sticking in the top four. But if you're two, that's the only positive tip. But it doesn't matter for Georgia or Alabama, right? Uh, um, they, we we suspect that these two teams will be in the SEC title game. Yeah, uh, we we. Thoroughly believe, unless some catastrophic catastrophic event happens, that 
uh, Georgia will meet Alabama, uh-huh. and the winner of that game will be a lock for the yeah. uh, national title tournament. Uh, it, I, I am impressed. I, I will say as much grief and crap as I give my Georgia uh, friends, uh, it is impressive to see the Georgia Bulldogs sitting atop these rankings, although it's just week one. Um, Georgia's got a lot of positive momentum going for them. Uh, Kirby Smart done a tremendous job coming in and reinventing, if I could say reinventing yeah. that program. Reinvigorating, I'd say, yeah. too, yeah. Um, and, and it's not – it's it's with uh, some of Rick's old players. Yeah, the leaders, uh, senior leadership is huge, and those are Rick's guys. And But – but they bought in. And but they came bought back. in. They bought into Kirby. You got got two of the best run, maybe the best running back combination in the country this year with Chubb and uh, Sony Michelle. Not just the current class, and man, he he hit a home run with with From. All right, yeah. but we're talking about the recruits that are starting to commit to Georgia now. Yeah. I, I think rival that of Alabama year in and year out. And I know we talk about recruits, and you know we, th- these guys have to pan out, and they have to be good character guys. But um, you get the number one quarterback, you got the number one running back, uh, maybe one of the another top running back, James Cook, um, and you're also this is what I like what Georgia's doing. They're defending home turf. They're they're yeah. they're they are they're getting the big name players in the state of Georgia. To come to Georgia and commit to Georgia, uh, that's tough because you got Very Alabama tough. picking folks off, you got uh, Auburn picking folks off, Tennessee, Clemson, Clem- FSU, right, right. So yeah, everybody comes, and you're never going to keep them all, but right. the, you got to, you can't lose, you know, seven or eight of the top ten. Mm-hmm. You got to, you're right, you got to lock those kids down and keep them at home, and that's been a big focus for them, and yeah, that's where it all starts, and and um, the big emphasis to me on on the lines of scrimmage, especially O-line. That's the biggest difference is is who they're bringing in on the offensive line. But, I mean, it's it's very quickly gone from a year and a half ago or even a year ago, third in the SEC East to number one in the country. It's pretty. That's a pretty quick ascension. I'd say he's ahead of schedule because I thought 10-2, and 9-3, and mm-hmm. which still could happen, of course. But uh, I'd say – but, I mean, man, second-year coaches historically always have a – I mean, the good ones have all a lot of people. The second year bump, you know, in yep. recruiting in on the field. So, I mean, Muschamp went what eleven and one in year two. Mm-hmm. So, but you're right. It's it looks like he's got a recipe for sustaining it with the talent because that's where it all starts. I right. mean, come on. You can know the X's and the O's, but you got to have the Jimmys yeah. and the Joes. You yeah, know, that's absolutely. What it I'm a big believer in that the the recruiting aspect of it and and bringing them in because. For every Boise State, once every three or four years or whatever, it's it's teams like Clemson, Ohio State, mm-hmm. Bama that are at the top of the recruiting Consist- rankings. Consistently, right, right. That are up there. So, yeah. So, hey. uh, do you want to run down the top ten real quick, and then we can kind of discuss yeah. matchups and, and possible scenarios? Um, we mentioned uh, before Georgia, University of Georgia Bulldogs ranked number one. Number two, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Number three, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Clemson at four. Oklahoma coming in at five. Ohio State at 6, Penn State at 7, Texas Christian at 8, Wisconsin 9, and at number 10, University of Miami. Um, and then you have, I would I would, I would, would say 1 through 4 is your first tier teams, 5 through 8 is your second tier, and then 9, 10, you can lump you know, Wisconsin, Miami, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, Washington, Virginia Tech, all in that same kind of group right there in the third tier team. Teams. Probably going to be difficult for one of those teams uh, to – Crack the top four, 
uh, in that third level. Yeah, I don't see a lot of law. To me, the top seven is is like the top tier. Right. And uh, I don't see a lot of enough losses coming for somebody to really shoot up into there. Right. Or or a schedule that would get you there. I mean, something that, and we, we can talk about scenarios now, but let's let's talk about Alabama's path to the national title. And, of course, the top four teams, their path is, is pretty easy. Just win, right? Yeah. Um, Alabama still has um, LSU this week. Mm-hmm. They've got Auburn, certainly. And Mississippi just, State, too, right? Yeah, they do have Mississippi State in between. Teams, so three ranked teams. And then, uh, obviously, the SEC title game, which we, we – is there a scenario where Georgia does not – well, if they lost to South Carolina and if they lost to Auburn and uh, Kentucky. basically Kentucky could, yeah, Kentucky could cause a problem. South Carolina, in theory, could cause a problem, but but I, I mean, realistically, probable, not possible. No, right. right, exactly. Okay. About the same as Alabama losing in the All West. Right. So, so, so Alabama's uh, we we really looking at Alabama and Georgia meeting in Atlanta. Yeah, for a de facto semifinal right. or, or like play-in game. Yeah, if you yeah. want to, yeah. right. Um, as it stands right now, we, we talked about where Georgia sits. I think we talked off air about where Georgia sits. You know, they're sitting at number one. If there's not any movement in Georgia and Alabama play and Georgia loses, uh, how important is being number one and getting that loss and when you get that loss and yeah. who you lose to? Um, if that were the case, that, now there's a great chance Georgia can go run the table and beat Alabama. And yeah. this is a moot point, right? There's a There's a chance, I think. The one site this week released odds for potential matchups, and Bama was favored by six, which to me was a little low. I thought it would be 10 or 11 maybe. But, I mean, yeah, that's the thing is with the losses. So so if Clemson gets in, and so the committee said, yeah, they lost, you know, they, they played without their quarterback for much of the game. Okay, well, that's true. They were losing when he went out in the second quarter anyways. Right. Georgia's playing without their starting quarterback all year. Right. So if if they lost Alabama by, say, three, five, seven points, something like that, I, I mean, would you say a loss to Syracuse is better? I, I don't know. It, we'd see what they do. I'm surprised, honestly, though, that a lot of people last night on the shows and everything were saying that between Georgia and Bama, if there's a one-loss if somebody loses in the SEC championship game in a mm-hmm. close game, they should still get in, which surprised me because, you know, with teams like Notre Dame and Ohio State and Penn State there, See, usually they right. usually those people like Herb Street and them are are pitching for, you know, sure. the Big Ten teams and everything. So we'll we'll see. The committee is has a history of being kind of erratic though. You know? Extremely and just, unpredictable. Right. right. Um the one thing I think nobody wants to see is a Georgia Alabama SEC title game and then a Georgia Alabama first yeah. round game. I, I think that's the scenario that yeah. even the committee wants to avoid. Right. right. And George, I'm, I, certainly I would imagine Georgia or would not want to see Alabama or, or vice versa. No, neither one of them would. <laughs> because that LSU Bama rematch is what led yeah. to this. Yes, essentially. It was just awful, right? 21 nothing. Terrible. Awful. I mean, it was, that was the worst title. I mean, that was just, yeah, to, to put them right back in it was, was just. Not fun to watch. No. Nobody had any interest. So if Georgia played Bama, say Bama wins and Georgia drops to four, and they play again, right? It's going to be like, come, on, I mean, come on. Right. So right. I don't know what you do. I don't. I, there's a. You can't to me say that losing to the number one team or the number two team at in a championship game, which Notre Dame doesn't play in a championship game, you know, um, means you should drop out. But it's a it's a tough scenario. And I, my 
I would prefer that happens and or no, that there's some sort of controversy either way, which there probably will be, and it leads to eight teams because to me eight or even six with two buys. Right. Uh, that would that would kind of get rid of this, you know. There's always going to be we, – we talk about this, though, in basketball when you have 68 teams. There's always going to be those four teams on the bubble that say, hey, we had an argument we should have been in. Yeah. I mean, I, you could put – you know, and everybody's going to whine about not getting in the tournament, right? Yeah. But uh, six teams would certainly add for maybe a little more – Something. And, and people say, well, if you put it to eight – that will diminish the regular season and the games won't matter, which is garbage because they said it about this playoff. But if you had six and two of them had a bye, you'd have people wanting to play for the, you know, you wouldn't have people resting because they'd want to get to the buy, one or right. two, right? So it, it could happen, but mm, it's... It's going to have to take something like ugly. Like you said, these don't matter except for to give people stuff to talk about, right? That's right? A, that's all it's a publicity stunt. It, exactly. Like Kirby said today, it's a publicity stunt. So... Man, but uh, I, can you imagine, though, if those t- top two teams stay up there and then the loser gets in and Notre Dame wins out and gets in, then you'd have three Power Five conferences left out? That would be... Unbelievable. <laughs> you talk oh, about salt, there would be some... Oh. <laughs> which they, Bama fans are already... They're salty? Oh, Were they saltier extreme, than me? Yes, yes. Good. Very, very much so. Oh, they are um, not at all happy, which... Come on, it's man. It's a poll. Who cares, right? You, you, your well, best win is A&M. What, are they upset because the officials are cheating them out of, yeah. out of games? <laughs> petition for the committee, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just petition the committee to rank Alabama number one. Oh, my gosh. No matter People what happens. Nutcases. I mean, come on. It's... Eh, don't worry. It's just a pride thing with them. They God just can't almighty. fathom anybody being ahead of them, you know, yeah. because they're, they're Bama. Well, so hey, isn't, there's probably nothing better to me this poll than seeing Alabama not at number one. Yeah, I think that's my my. It's not. I'm you know I'm not a Georgia guy. But, yeah, uh, but the, I'm happy. The Bama Georgia. fatigue is real. Oh man, it's surreal. <laughs> it's real. I would love to see my Canes up there, but this is so real. Yeah. Um, you know we looked. We talked about we we hadn't talked in depth about Notre Dame, but uh, they're taking care of business. Yeah. Un- unranked to begin the season, were they? If I'm not mistaken, they were. I don't. I think they, they were unranked. Or, then they got to 24 against us, mm-hmm. and then they fell out. I think they fell out. They might not have. And then they've just rolled everybody. So, including NC State two? last week, who we thought now NC State was a little banged up. If uh, memory serves me correct on the defensive end, but you got to play with what you you know. You yeah. Got to go with what you got. And that was pretty convincing. Yeah, extremely. Uh, so I was no, glad. For Oklahoma to be, sorry, skip off Notre Dame for a second, but I was so happy to see Oklahoma ahead of Ohio State. You, the head-to-head head matters. To me. Were, you, were you expecting something different? Yeah. Uh, like well, I told you, Ohio State, I was expecting to be ahead of Turns out that Iowa State is a little bit better than we thought, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lost not so bad. <laughs> so it doesn't, I think that helps them. But like you said, it's you got to look at that, the head-to-head. And they yeah. went into uh, Columbus Stadium and absolutely – Waxed yeah. Ohio State. Um, so the Big Ten, I'm sure, I'm sure if we tuned in the Big Ten radio network, they'd oh, be they'd be, they'd be salty. Yeah. But a lot of salt going on in the yeah, United States is. right now. Yes, there is when everywhere. It, everybody is salty. <laughs> I know. Um, so yeah, back to Notre Dame. Um, you think so? They got Miami on the road, Stanford mm-hmm. on the road. Mm-hmm. You think they trip up at any of those? I don't think so. You know, yeah, I don't. I don't really think. I think Stanford was the one that I think. Could, but I'm not. I'm not sold on that. 
I think that game will be close. Stanford's got a great running back, great rushing attack. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it's going to take a, a, a you know maybe a Heisman type two hundred yard performance against a Notre Dame uh, defense that's playing a little more stingy and an offense that can put up points. Yeah. And you you asked me about Miami. I think that Miami's problem right now is is red zone efficiency or, or lack thereof. Is it uh, so? You got a chance, in, in my eyes, watching the game against North Carolina. North Carolina had a chance to, early in the game or midway through the game, kind of put them away with a touchdown, and you're kicking field goals, you're not converting on fourth down or things like that. and Just things that uh, you would expect out of a championship-caliber team. And they're, um, you know, I, I, I wrote in my notes about, you know, I, I, as a Miami fan, I get tired of everybody, every pundit saying, is Miami back or asking that question. It's like Tiger. It's like, you know, my, I'll tell you when Miami's back. Not when they compete for the Coastal title or when they play for an ACC title. It's when they're playing for a national title. As a Hurricane fan, that's when I can say, yeah, my Canes are back. But otherwise, yeah. we're just, I mean, we're just kind of hanging out. Yeah. They're just, they're kind of marginal at best right now, which is fine. I'll take 7-0 no all day long. Yeah, it's a lot better than being 5-2 and two or 4-3, and three. yeah. It's, no. you, you don't ever want to, uh, what looks like play to the level of your competition mm-hmm. that's the frustrating thing i'm mm-hmm. sure but hey you get <laughs> been some uh some stressful games for y'all yeah, a lot more you see the gray <laughs> in my beard right now <laughs> because it's not it's because of the hurricanes uh, uh let's stay in the acc and talk about a team that is relevant uh the clemson tigers yeah. sitting in at number four a little bit shocking uh to see clemson number to four what's um, me too you know that that's a bad loss to syracuse I don't care. We talked about it a little earlier. I don't care if your starting quarterback was hurt. Uh, nobody's giving Florida State any pity pity party points Mm-mm. because their quarterback is out. Um, and your quarterback doesn't play defense. No, no. So. You gave up what twenty eight points, something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm with you. You had a, you were losing anyways when you went out, <laughs> and and you it's Syracuse. Right. Syracuse. I mean, I know they got a... They're better. They're better, but they're still... You look at Ohio State's loss or Penn State's loss and those other one-loss teams we're talking... Even Oklahoma's loss. I mean, those are much better teams that, that they lost to than right. Syracuse. Syracuse, right. Uh, I, I know we're not going to talk about this much today. Maybe we can come back to this next week, but I uh, heard in passing Dino Baber's name mentioned as a coaching possibility in one of the two SEC jobs uh, at... Uh, that will come open, or one is open, one will come open at the end of the season. A little bit shocking to hear that name floated around, uh, but it seems like he's on the fast track. I wouldn't like him at Florida. Uh, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I would prefer not to have him at Florida. <laughs> and then also, uh, for Justin Fuentes' name also floated around mm. a little bit. Uh, but that, that remains to be seen. That's another conversation for another podcast. Um, let's talk Oklahoma, man. Uh, we, we, we mentioned him a little bit, lost to Iowa State. We were, that we were scratching our heads at the time. Well, they, yeah, when you you look at the spread, I mean, we don't nobody knew anything about Ohio State or Iowa State really then, and you're a 30 point favorite and you lose to an unranked team, looks bad. But then Iowa State, not that bad. Right. Yeah. So they'll have a chance to continue. And then the, uh, you know one of the things that Big 12 did add this year was that title game. So uh, we will see if someone can run the gauntlet and then survive. If if they win this week. Does that jump them to four, do you think? Yeah, I was thinking that. You know, Oklahoma has a tough matchup, Bedlam against Oklahoma State. Um, Highly ranked opponent. Yeah, number 11. I mean, but Clemson's playing a ranked opponent also. So, 
they say the, the committee says they look at this week by week, so we will have to take them at face value and see if that's mm-hmm. the case. I think a, a, a emphatic Oklahoma win is better than an emphatic Clemson win over NC State. Well, an emphatic Clemson win should probably keep them there. Uh, if Clemson beats NC State 24-21 and Oklahoma goes out and beats Oklahoma you know, 31-7, I, I think Oklahoma jumps them. Yeah, in. jump them. The, um, some people point out that, well, yeah, we don't, you don't, I mean, you don't really pay it, you don't pay any attention to a poll at this point in the year. And people will point out that Mississippi State was number one in the initial year, what was that, 14? Mm-hmm. And uh, but last year, number one and number two in the initial rankings were Bama and Clemson. So, How'd that work out? Just to, <laughs> right. So they can be off and completely goofy, but they can get it right, right. early. So. so I would I would be willing to bet that two of those teams are not in the top four at the end of the year. That's just my guess. Which two? I don't know. But I'd just I'd, I'd guess two of them. I'd guess an SEC team and Clemson are not in there. I would agree. I think it's going to be tough for the ACC to get a team in the playoff this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just with that loss, that's a bad loss. Moving on down to you know our favorite conference, the Big Ten. The Big Ten. 12, 13, however many teams they have. Yes. Uh, Ohio State with a amazing come from behind victory. I guess it's amazing. I hate to use Ohio State and amazing in the same sentence. <laughs> Gus Johnson it was, was impressive. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> As always, Gus Johnson was amazing. Um, I there was on on uh, the uh, uh, the George message board. Somebody I guess doesn't watch much Gus Gus Johnson was like. Have you heard this announcer and how excited he gets when Ohio State scores? He's so obviously pulling for them. We're like. No, that's Gus Johnson. He gets excited anytime any, anything any, happens. Yes. A first down? Yes. <laughs> Gus Johnson is always excited. And obviously they have not heard him call basketball games either. I mean, <laughs> Another level there. It's, it is. I mean, but I think the thing about basketball, though, is you know, you're up and down the court. Yeah. And in those tight games, every, you know, every 25, 30 seconds you're getting a, you know, yeah. a, a call. But he was phenomenal. Again. Um, As usual. And, you know, I, I, Gus. I think I lost a lunch bet, and I was a little salty on Saturday, so I decided to turn yeah, away. Yeah, you did lose the lunch bet. I had to turn away. Man, you were you were questioning the 25. You looked at me like, like I was crazy when I gave you that. Yes, I was excited. <laughs> I, had, I could taste... <laughs> I could taste the yeah. old country place. I and I had started to think maybe I would, you know, went a little, maybe I should have gone 21. And then 21 points were scored in the first seven minutes. And I was like, all right, I can smell <laughs> the pork. <laughs> so we did change up the bet a little bit because it was completely one-sided yeah. on the podcast. I so wouldn't have won anything nothing. if I Georgia covered so the 25. We, we kind of went back and said, look, there's got to be some something there for you to win, right? Otherwise, yeah. it's why would you want to, <laughs> you, you were going to buy me lunch regardless, right? That's, yeah. So, uh, so anyhow, uh, so Ohio State, big, big, you know, let's get back on them. Big win, uh, kind of a, a revenge game from last season. I know coaches don't like to, co- you know, go from season to season and talk about revenge, but but Meyer thinks about it. You I'm remember sure after we rushed the field and beat them in 07, they waxed us the next year, yeah. and he called two timeouts late. He's he, I'm sure he was well away. Yeah. So he didn't get really get a chance to rub it into James Franklin's face <laughs> other than walk away with a 39-38 victory yeah. over Penn State. Franklin's kind of a jerk, huh? Yeah, um, I think so. Ohio State defense kind of bottled up Saquon Barkley. I do know that much. Yeah, he got loose early with the kick return and the uh, touchdown, but then after that he had 
I think like two thirds of his yard on uh, yards on one run, mm-hmm. rushing yards. So, so. It's just, hey, his Heisman campaign slowed down a little bit, a little bit, and now that Urban Meyer wants, you know, Barrett mentioned in the mm-hmm. blah 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 step in line. Heisman to me, we talk about playoff rankings now not mattering. Heisman, I don't care about the Heisman ever anymore. I mean, I just I really don't care. I don't watch the ceremony. It's like it pops up. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah a quarterback won it. Okay, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, he's gonna go to the NFL and be a flunky, right? That's, that's isn't that how that works? Yeah, typically? I, mean, I don't care about the Heisman. Oh my gosh, I'm sure if my, somebody from my school wanted, I'd, I'd be all fired up. But nobody, I don't know many people that care about the Heisman. Not as much as I mean, I, it, it's a prestigious award. I do understand, but it's not. I don't watch the games to watch. Hmm. You know, oh, that's the Heisman no. Trophy winner. And it's, I mean, you remember Seneca Wallace was a Heisman front runner for a while back in the day. For, I mean, there's been a lot of Heisman front runners that, yes. and it takes one game like Fournette plays Alabama and he drops out. Right. So, so what's, isn't it the body of work though, not just one game? It yeah, but it's like the way they, that's just what they, I don't, I don't know. It's like if you have one bad high profile game, you're dropped. Done. Yeah. His Heisman campaign's over. Let's Baker Mayfield. Seems a little short-sighted. It'll but, be a quarterback. Yeah. If it's not, it should be Barkley, but it's always a quarterback. I don't <sighs> even remember who won last year. Do you? Um, it was not Deshaun Watson. Was it, uh, it was Lamar? Was it Lamar? <laughs> of course. A quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Get out of here with that. And uh, do we need to talk about TCU? Uh Nah. Okay, so that kind of that that's our discussion really on our top seven uh, is Daniel. I think term. I mean, that's probably the top tier of the teams that really have a an opportunity as it stands now. Right, to make it you can control board. your own destiny, as we say. Penn State's going to need a little help. Yeah, uh, they play Michigan State this week. Uh, their you know their one loss is to a conference opponent. So Ohio State is sitting pretty undefeated in their in their um, side of the bracket. Uh, winner of uh, that side will go on to face Wisconsin, the only team with a pulse. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> yes, they are. And they are 8-0, but they, uh, I think we may have spoken about this, they played Creekview, yeah. uh, Savannah State, and mm-hmm. Coastal Nobody. Carolina. Right, yeah. exactly. The Chanticleers. So, um, so yeah, Wisconsin, they, no, not going to happen. So we that's yeah we we think somebody in the top the four of the top seven but mm-hmm. every year it seems like you lock somebody in and then they lose to Syracuse so yeah. <laughs> uh, well you know what's funny knows? you know what's funny is is uh, um, I had picked four teams to be in this and I, I, two of them I definitely don't see and and are nowhere to be seen at all Florida State oh yeah and USC not. I don't see them coming up anywhere here. Yeah, I had Florida State and Washington. We both had a Pac-12 and an FSU. And I thought that that my – because I, I thought Ohio State would win it all, and then I thought that prediction was dead and gone, but it's, man, it's alive. <laughs> still a chance. Yes, and actually I, the, the third team I had, Auburn, is – I'm still scrolling. Oh, yeah. I think they're 15, 14. 14, so – Hey, if they – they could – they could make some jumps if they beat Georgia and Alabama, and then, hey, you never know what could happen. Could happen, but prob- not going to happen with Gus. Probable, <laughs> not possible. Right. Or possible, possible not probable. Not probable. Oh, uh, my gosh. Anyways. So that's our, that's kind of our little breakdown of, of the rankings. Enjoy that. Um, 
But don't get too carried away with the guys because Mm-mm. it's fun to talk about, but it means about as much as me and Art's power rankings right now. Right, 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 right. right. Anything last week happened that La- jumped out? Last week that jumped out. Uh, Notre Dame. I keep sleeping on Notre Dame. Man. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a believer in Notre Dame. I thought that game would have been close, and they just absolutely dominated yeah. uh, North Carolina State. Um, that jumped out. Miami, man. Um, any any win is a good win, uh, even winning ugly. But I think there are some things they need to clean up before before for sure um, they're ready for the big time. Georgia Tech, Tech, uh, and that was a, a rainy, sloppy game. We got yeah. that rain in Metro Atlanta. It was over in Clemson. Um, it was just a – I mean, Clemson's defense just kind of teed off on yeah. that option. They, and Clemson had a week to prepare. That really helps. Uh, uh, Johnson's not happy about that happening a lot. And he's getting it changed. Is he? Did you not know that? Uh-uh. It, uh, it, uh, conference teams aren't going to be allowed to schedule their bye week before Tech or some in some kind of way. I can't remember the exact wording. Huh. I know redheaded Jenna could tell me exactly what happened, but um, there, there was made mention of, some, of that um, – that's one of the advantages a team has is if they can have an extra week before Georgia Tech, they can look at that film a little bit more and then really have two weeks to oh, work yeah, on for game sure. plan for it's Tech. It's a big advantage. Um, because you don't well, see good that. Good for him uh, protesting it actually happened. You know, something gets done. Still didn't work well against Miami, so I don't But we're talking about last week. No. Yeah. Um, other yeah, uh, I one one thing I one thing I learned is that uh, I don't know what kind of pressure or stress that Jim McElwain was under, but uh, just three words that uh, Southern women tell people that doesn't mean what you think it means. Bless his heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bless his heart. Uh, oh man, he uh, rough week for him. Yeah, that's when you go out and you make up death threat. It's just not a never. The what, one interesting thing that I thought that I heard was that. Spurrier reached out to him, just kind of wanted to talk to him, maybe give him some tips or anything on offense, and he said, nah, no thanks. So I'm like, all right, that's... That's who they're Spurrier says, hey, do you want any help? You normally say, yeah, especially when you're scoring, you know, you've had four passing touchdowns all year. Uh, So, um, oh, man. They... they, And uh, something else, let me mention... um, this week, Chris Lamb is the safety for South Carolina. They asked him, do, you know, are you worried more about the run or the pass from Georgia? And he says, well, the run, which is obvious. And then he says, they can't pass. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just, why, why would you say something like that, even if you think it? I mean, why would you? Florida said the same thing last week. Now, from attempted seven passes, there's a difference between can't and need to, right? right. So... And just don't say stupid stuff to rile teams up. Because afterwards, our their players even said, yeah, that was very, very disrespectful. And, they, you know, they think about it. So right. why would you poke a bear? Like, uh, why would you do that? This it's, is, yeah, come this, on. This is not, not your daddy's Georgia Bulldogs, if we can yeah. say that. I mean, they, they got a little more bite. I mean, and to say that about anybody, like, that yeah. in that case, maybe if you're – Alabama and you're playing against Georgia State and you're going to say, yeah, they can't pass on us, okay. You're probably going to go smother them anyways. Right. But just keep your mind. You don't yeah. need to why say you, things. Why do you need to yeah, why do you need to make Are that Are you matter? trying to talk it into existence? Conve- you show Convince confidence? Your, right. Make your False team back it up? Yeah. I mean, come, come on. Now. 
that didn't work out last week. It was funny because Chauncey Gardner, who said that, yeah, I get it, Jake Fromm throws slants, and uh, he got trucked by DeAndre Swift on a slant. He called yeah, it. He, yeah, he was rolling around on the ground. I remember that. I was like, <laughs> mm. karma. Yes. yes. Uh, I also let's briefly mention. I um, there was a report from a site today that Tennessee has offered John Gruden ten million a year. Was it from the Tennessee side or was it from ESPN? <laughs> a site called the Read Optional, which to me I was like, okay, that's just a blog. But apparently they've they've had several stories they've broken before. So, but first off, they still have a coach. Right. They haven't fired their coach. Hey, their coach isn't getting dead threats. At least he's not talking yeah. about him. That's. So one, I, he's, one, yeah. You think he's a lame duck, but then some. Uh, you know, a Chattanooga newspaper this week said that the AD has told him if they get to a bowl, he may have another year. He may be safe. So, the toilet bowl, <laughs> the garbage can bowl. But I mean, first off, paying ten million dollars to John Gruden would be the dumbest thing in the history of sports to me. Second but, to hiring Butch Jones. Yes, uh, pay ten million to a guy who hasn't coached college since the eighties, has never recruited as a head coach, and and was traded and then fired in his two <laughs> NFL jobs. You know, he did win a Super Bowl. Who trades a coach? I mean, come I mean, on. It's, it's but. Uh, that was something else I thought was interesting. At least Butch is still giving positive press conferences. <laughs> He's still gung ho about it. Um, they there was another report today that um, that they played a, a player that they knew had a concussion. They continued oh to play him the gosh. rest of the game. So that's on, another little uh, little problem there. So come on, Butch. Anyways, Butch. Butch Jones. You ready to talk about this yeah. week? All yeah, right. Let's look to the future. Let's, let's so we got a lot of games. Five college five, games. No NFL co- games this week. Again. Yeah. So we're going to stay with college. Uh, actually, there were seven top uh, 25 matchups. We chose five. Yeah. The five. Because some of them, I mean, uh, nobody okay. cares about. Nobody cares about, yeah, the Pac 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was right. gonna say, you didn't say it. I was going to say it. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Penn State and Michigan State. Yeah, Penn State uh, on the road, a nine-point favorite. Um, Are they going to be mad? I th- I think this is a trap game. It, mm-hmm. it would have been a bigger trap game had uh, Michigan State not lost Northwestern last week. Yeah, but I think this is a trap game for Penn State. Nine points is a lot. Um, I think D'Antonio's team will be fired up to get back out. I think the Spartans played well in, at home. Not well enough to win. I've got Penn State, and I'm, I'll just keep it brief. Yeah. 28-27 Penn State over Michigan State. Uh, Penn State does not cover. 28-27? Yes. So it'll be a nail-biter. I'll go the other way. I think that Penn State's going to be very angry and very motivated, and Michigan State's solid, and, you know, they, they kind of remind me of Izzo's basketball teams where they're just like, they don't seem like, to make a lot of mistakes. They're not flashy. They just get the job yeah. done, right? Yep. But I don't I don't think that'll be enough. I think um, I think Penn State will want to come out swinging and angry from uh, from the loss and, and dropping down there to number seven. I think 34-24, that went by 10, and they will cover. Mm. Barkley will want to get his Heisman campaign kick started back up. All right. We'll see if if D'Antonio kicks to Barkley. Yeah, that's a point. I, hey, and kudos to them for putting him back there on kick returns. Right? Who Normally you don't have your That's not all that often. Back, right? I know Gurley did a few years ago, but usually, yeah, you don't you do not do that. So I like that. 
Uh, let's let's go um, let's go Bedlam. You want to go Bedlam? Yeah. Oklahoma. Game that I don't really have a clue how it's gonna. Uh, yeah. <laughs> at, we, at first, I thought this this spread was a misprint because it says Oklahoma is a three point road underdog or underdog, right? Yeah. At T Boone Pickens Stadium, so Oklahoma State three point favorite, and I had to read it like three times. That mm-hmm. does say Oklahoma. Surprised me too. Um, Oklahoma State giving up three points to Oklahoma. You want to talk about a team I think is angry is Oklahoma because I think despite their one loss, they feel they should be in the top four. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State, uh, the thing that we know best about them is I'm a man. Yeah, I'm 40. I'm 40. Gundy. Coach, Coach Mullet, right? Yeah. Uh, I, think he, I think he gets outcoached by Lincoln Riley. All right, the young guy outcoaches the old, you know, the silver fox here. <laughs> but 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 the thing I like about this game, you got a potential for a ton of offense, right? Yeah. You got uh, Baker Mayfield with over what was it twenty six hundred yards passing. You got Mason Rudolph with over twenty eight hundred yards passing. Uh, just just enough running from the back position to kind of mix it up. Keep it honest. Rivalry game. I think it's not a shootout. I think it's low scoring. Mm. And I like the Sooners to win on the road by four, 23-19. Twist. Yes. There's a twist in there. Always. Yeah, I last last week I didn't – I haven't believed in Oklahoma State all year. <laughs> and uh, last week we both doubted them and didn't pick them to cover, and they just ran. Although West Virginia put up a lot of points in the second half. But uh, Oklahoma, I, I'm going to keep doubting them. And, and I think the same thing. I think Oklahoma will win. I think it will be a shootout. And Oklahoma gets just enough points, 38-34 goes in there. And I would say the upset, but I don't – just uh, to me it doesn't seem like an upset. So, yeah, Oklahoma. We both – we both boomer, sumer. Boomer? Boomer? Don't believe in, in the man. All right. Let's, uh, let's go ACC. ACC? Which ACC? Clemson. Clemson versus the Wolfpack. The Wolfpack. What? Seven and a half point favorites. Yeah. Clemson's a seven and a half point favorite. Yeah. At Carter Finley Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, Notre Dame, uh, I'm sorry, yeah. Notre Dame beat the dog out of NC State. Yeah. That was close for a little while. Um, State was up 14 7, weren't they? They were at one point, I believe. And then. And then Notre Dame just started rolling. They turned it on. Clemson's defense looked really strong against Tech. I think they gave up a couple late touchdowns in the. Uh, it, a late t- touchdown late. Field yeah. goal touchdown yeah, late. Yeah, it was one touchdown. Um, or, and a field goal. They, they they essentially beat Georgia Tech into submission. When I say that, they weren't having a whole lot of sex, success. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not that either. <laughs> well, did they, did they do that at all at Georgia Tech anyway? <laughs> oh, that, that, that's the line of the year. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Not a whole lot of, success, a lot of success at uh against the Clemson defense. Mm-hmm. Um Taquan Marshall was pulled late in the game and, and I think like the announcer said, what's the point in getting your quarterback hurt? He's not been able to be effective. This game's out of reach. They put the backup in and see what he can do. Then, then he got hurt, didn't he? Uh, did he? I did he? I saw him come in, get hurt, hobble off, and Marshall come back. I think but I didn't right. watch past that. All right. I think you're I think I fell asleep after that. Um kind of a snoozer. Let's talk about Clemson NC State. Clemson with a lot to play for, a ranked yeah. opponent nonetheless. We talked about it earlier. 
Uh, Oklahoma sitting right behind Clemson. These are two teams that need to continue to win. Yeah. And and looking at each other, I'm sure it's like a race, and you're right, right. there, you know, and you're looking over your shoulder, and and you're neck and neck, I, yeah. I would imagine. So, uh, big game for Clemson. Uh, NC State's got some players coming off of injury. Um, Ryan Finley, uh, extremely well, uh, a great passing passing pass efficiency rating. I think his rating is one forty three point eight um, for whatever that means. Higher is better, right? Yeah, that's um, how I see that. Uh, do everything back in Jalen Samuel, man. I think those guys will be neutralized by the Clemson defense. It's tough for me. I don't know why I picked Clemson to score this many points. A defense is going to have to score a touchdown or something. I've got Clemson winning and covering on the road, thirty to twenty over NC State. Thirty to twenty? I don't think that's an, an outlandish number um, for an offense that can can put up points. And I'm I'm with you. I don't think State will be able to do a whole lot against Clemson's D because outside that Syracuse game, they've just they, you know they smother everybody. Yes, and they've still got everything right there in front of them. Um, I think I don't think I mean I've I've got Clemson twenty four fourteen and the fourteen for NC State. I, I mean I could see it. I could see them having ten or less. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just can't see them doing a whole lot against Clemson. So yeah, I'm with you. Clemson covers that one. Okay, uh, let's stay in the ACC, uh, and we've got Virginia Tech a three point favorite over Miami of Ohio. Oh, no, that's Miami of Florida. <laughs> Miami of Ohio played last night. I don't know that's if you right. saw. They played against Ohio. Right. It's the MAC, and I think there's a MAC game to last night. I think there's one tonight. Is there? It's it's starting MAC. It's like Mac's, Tuesday night. <laughs> MAC season has started. <laughs> yeah, so um, the battle of Ohio happened. So, yeah, the real Miami. So the Hurricanes, uh, undefeated Hurricanes, Seven and zero are three point underdogs, and there's a reason why they haven't been able to stick the ball in the end zone uh, during throughout. Let's save save for crunch time. They haven't really been able to get the ball, move the ball effectively the last few weeks. Uh, needed a couple of miraculous plays back to back last week against a North Carolina team that dreadful, dreadful playing with a third string quarterback. North Carolina has one win, don't they? Uh, I think they're uh, one and eight. I think they are. Could be wrong. Uh, losses to Duke, um, you know, blown out. I think by Georgia Tech, what thirty-three to seven. Yes. Yeah. So Miami uh, struggled uh, at home against North Carolina. Nonetheless, it's hard to get actually. Up for no, no, a no, one that, win they team. were on the they were on the road. It's hard to get fired up for a one-win team. I mean, it is. It's but you know you you. It shouldn't be that close, right? So a lot of things that Coach Rick needs Rick needs to straighten out in his second year. We talked about the second year coaches having success. Seven and one in, in games that were decided by less than uh, seven points last yeah. year. I think they were zero and four, and now maybe they're what three and zero or something like that. Yeah, and so, he and he the second year thing, but he walked in to a tougher situation than Kirby did or than Meyer did it for. You know, he had a lot less talent there mm-hmm. to work with than a lot of these second year head coaches that yeah. have had success. So that to me is more of a a rebuild to get that back. So it's not surprising to me that you're not beating teams, you know, right. 45 to 3 every week. Right. Just get the wins. So that's all that's all that matters. Is that yeah. at Miami or Virginia Tech? That game is at Miami. Okay. Uh that's surprising. Listen, to me. listen to this though. This is a scenario here for both Miami and um Miami, Virginia Tech, and Clemson NC State. That basically is the, the kind of a de facto semifinal game. 
for the ACC. Uh, you got the two top teams in the Coastal, the two top teams in the Atlantic, uh, going uh, head to head in their divisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the winner of this game between Miami and Virginia Tech should be the odds-on favorite to uh, win the Coastal Coastal Division. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Miami being back. Uh, my my kind of joke and nod on that is Miami's back when we're playing for a national title, not. Uh, when Miami wins a coastal division, yeah, uh, let's be real. Uh, Josh Jackson for Virginia Tech is having a phenomenal uh, freshman uh, campaign. He has uh, thrown over two thousand yards as a freshman. Justin Fuentes likes to you know likes to spread out a little bit. Here's the key: uh, you got a young-ish quarterback, and I say young-ish, but inexperienced quarterback in Malik Rozier. Uh, and a very experienced defensive coordinator in Bud Foster over at Virginia Tech. Mm. I think that is a difference in the game, Bud Foster's defense. I like Virginia Tech to win this game 21-20. They don't cover. So the first of the late fourth quarter um, yeah, cardiac games yeah, goes against Miami, yeah. and, and you struggle. See, that's just surprising to me that they're a three-point dog at home when you're undefeated and uh, that – what is Virginia Tech rank? Uh, number thirteen. Okay, number ten, so number thirteen. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so that they're not that. See, I haven't paid that much attention to Virginia Tech this year, but I have watched a good bit of Miami, and I'm with you. I think, um, I think they're they're winning these games, but it's not overly impressive. And I think they're it's just to me, it feels like from an outside perspective that they're due to trip up in one of these. Mm-hmm. And I think Virginia team, Tech is a team that can do that. I I've got Virginia Tech. Covering with a but low scoring game, twenty four to twenty. I don't think it'll be a high scoring or a blowout or anything like that. I think, like you, it'll be a fourth quarter game and come down to a couple plays here and there, and breaks just won't go your way. There you go. I think we see it the same. And let's move on to uh, the the SEC. One thing I do want to mention. I know we hate conference talk, but early this season. In the preseason at ACC Media Days, Jimbo Fisher said the ACC was best conference yeah. in the country. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking through, and the, then he proceeded to not help his conference's cause at all. I'm trying to find Florida State in his top 25. Oh, <laughs> uh, you gotta keep looking. All right, it doesn't go that far. When that's another uh, thing about preseason polls and hype and build up. When that was billed as Bama FSU is the best opening game of all time, ever, ever, right, and. You look at it now and you're like, they got two wins, right? Two yeah, and five? Yeah. Um, yeah. Strange, strange. Yeah, so you're right. Um, that's He hasn't exactly been prophetic on that so no. far. So LSU traveling to Bryant-Denny Stadium. Yeah, Coach O and the boys. 21-point <laughs> underdogs. That's steep, isn't it? If 21 you- points. That's seven plus seven plus seven. Seven times three. It's five, six years ago if you had said, hey, in the not-so-distant future, Bama's going to be favored by 21 points in this game. You, no way. You'd say, nah, yeah, get out of here. Nah. Maybe combined over the next yeah. five years. Not not all in one. Uh-uh. No. No man, way. Man, it did. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. But Bama's been thwacking everybody, and uh-huh. LSU has not been overly impressive in a lot of games. Though since their loss to Troy, they've – They've played well, mm-hmm. although they what, what, barely beat Florida. Florida? <laughs> <laughs> and we, we, Florida is a terrible team. They beat Auburn, which to me is like the – I just don't know what to think of them. 
Auburn. You know, you struggle in a half against Mercer. You you hold Clemson. I mean, that was a close game, but we don't really know all that much about Clemson. I just don't know what to think about Auburn. You know, you Dude, beat, beat teams like you should, but Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind yeah, of performance, it's and just goofy. You think the offense is going to start clicking, and you know, yeah, they lost. Uh, not talking about Auburn, but Cameron Petway's out mm. for them. He broke a scapula or something. But He's, back to LSU, Bama. Um, I just can you see Danny Etling scoring any touchdowns against Bama? Yes, you can. Yes. I can't. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I, I see LSU scoring three touchdowns against uh, against uh, Alabama. Mm. Um, and Darius Geis, I believe, is cleared. I mean, he's back yeah. in action. Uh, I think that will help. I think the biggest the biggest factor will be how much disruption that Arden Key and the LSU defense can cause against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, they just. They just wear you down. And I was talking to my brother about it weeks ago when he was like, you know, they just do the simple things over and over. LSU and or Bama? Bama, Bama. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they do it. But do them well. In the excellence, excellence, yeah. right? Maybe something that Kirby Smart has bought to Georgia. I know we're not talking about Georgia, but just do the, the small things right. And it's right. just like it, it, it does become boring sometimes, but, man, it's a, it's a recipe for success. Yeah. For Nick in and, 2012, when we played them in the title game, and it was that we were up, I think we were up 10 or seven, something like that, and they just kept pounding Eddie Lacy, and we just wore down. Couldn't mm-hmm. up in third, fourth quarter, could not stop him one bit. And that's what they, you're right, they they wear on you, right? They just wear you down <laughs> to a pulp. And uh, I'm, I'm with you. So, with Key, you, you mentioned can, what can Key do? I don't think he's going to do much against them because Hertz isn't a guy that. Is to me an edge rusher like that is is gonna get a whole lot of sacks against, right. and I think they'll be able to scheme around Key, and I don't th- or just run right at him. You know that's not and his neutralize strength. him right. right. Yeah. I man, I I just can't see this going well for LSU. I I I can't see it going well. I've got um, I've got LSU scoring a late touchdown and preventing the cover by Alabama. Okay. Yeah. I've got Bama forty one. Mm-hmm. LSU twenty four. Gotcha. I could see that. I could see that. The um that is generous to LSU, but strange <laughs> things happen in this. Yeah. You know, weird things. They could have a kick return touchdown, something like that. I'm I'm You doubt it. Yeah, I doubt <laughs> it. I doubt it. I uh I'll give LSU thirteen points. That's as much as I, I, I just can't. <laughs> and that's another one where I'm like, I could see th- like it's just kind of a it feels like that's about what they would get, but when I start to think, how are they gonna are they gonna get down there into field goal range twice and score a touchdown once? And it, I mean, maybe I mean A and M did well, but A and M's got a much better offense against Bama. So I don't have Bama scoring as much as you. I've got them uh, thirty one, so thirty one thirteen, but also not covering because three touchdowns is a lot, and LSU still has some talent, right? And has played Bama close, so yeah, I can't, I can't see Bama covering three touchdowns. Now they may come out pissed off that they're number two, you know, like they're slighted Angry. and right, yeah. and, and want to prove a point. Listen to drinking that rat poison. And- yeah, exactly, the rat poison. What is LSU? Are they ranked? Yeah, they are ranked. In I the believe 20s? they're nineteen. Nineteen. So uh, if they lose this, yes, they 19. drop out. If they get beat by twenty points, they drop out. They drop down to you no know, big. 
because there's a conspiracy against Alabama, <laughs> they drop to number 24 instead of number right. 20. That's the conspiracy. Bama may drop. <laughs> they may drop to eight or nine, you know, because, yeah, the conspiracy against them. It's, it's spread from the SEC offices. Yes. It's spread now to the playoff committee. It's like a plague. Yeah. It's creeping out Crimson there. Tide. Might be time for a Crimson Tide crusade to get out there and right the wrongs that are being done oh against them. Another, another petition. Yeah. break. So five <sighs> games, that's what we think. So um, what did we have different? So Penn State I had covering. You did not. Right. Clemson we both had covering. Right. Oklahoma we both, we both had picked. Outright. And neither one of us picked Bama to no. cover. And, and both of us picked. Uh, no, actually we no. were different on Miami. Right. Um, you had Virginia Tech covering i had the game right. closer than so two of the five we right. diverged gotcha so that's, those are the five that we i mean really stuck out more than than the others um the like who is it uh there's another there's a big 12 game and a pack 12 game that we did not pick two big, off the two, top of my head two pack oh uh, there two two pack 12s it was washington state and um you Washington State was whoever they were playing in USC the USC game. I don't think we we picked. I think maybe USC Arizona. Yeah, and, uh, Washington. State. Right, because Arizona USC. I mean, we who I mean, Stanford who Washington really State maybe. That. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, twenty one and twenty five and twenty two yeah. and seventeen and the Pac twelve on the other side. Nobody's gonna watch those games at ten thirty. And uh, yeah, so who? I mean, we don't. The only thing we want to watch in the Pac-10 at 10.30 is Bill Walton and, and, and Pash. And Dave Pash. Uh, that's what yes. we want to watch, and that's coming up. Are you excited Not about Not far away. I know we don't have a wild card again this week, but have you been watching any of the NBA at all? I literally, for the first time in my life, have not watched. I was planning to, and then that gruesome injury happened, and I didn't want to see a replay. But this is the first time I have not seen a single minute of NBA action at this point in wow. November. So, no, I haven't. Well, I, no, I, I'm wrong. I have seen like three minutes of a Cavs game and, okay. and thought Derrick Rose was somebody I didn't recognize him at all. He's kind of let his hair go, and I didn't even, you know. Yeah. So um, that's, I, I just haven't gotten into it yet because to me it's a foregone conclusion who's going to be in the finals, and I, it's just the regular season doesn't matter, and there's no like young superstars that I want to watch. And Boston has been – I was excited about seeing them, mm-hmm. and that's they've been shot down. So it's like the same old thing. I mean, it – yeah, I'll watch it some games, but um, for me, typically, until football's done, I don't. The NBA kind of takes the back burner to to college, NFL, and college basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll watch them, but I, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna sit up watching a, like, a doubleheader yeah. on on or so. Right. Well, uh, just just uh, for our listeners, I this is broadcast by ESPN. There was some kind of team meeting with the Cavaliers that people were unhappy about something or other, playing time, minutes, cohesion, hmm. players-only meeting. There's always a lot of drama with LeBron's teams. Are there not in some way or capacity? There's can't, always some can't, little... can't be LeBron's fault. It's got to be everybody no, else's fault. Right. But there's always some... And it's always some minor little thing, like or him sending a passive-aggressive tweet, or there's always... Something to me, it Silliness. seems like. Just so that silly. doesn't surprise. So who who was upset? Was it Jr. or was it Wade know, going to the bench? Jr. or Wade? Uh, it may have been Jr. was upset at first, and yeah. now you got Derrick Rose, who's kind of, 
I, I, I just did not play with any cohesion, and I guess I didn't think it was possible for the Cavs to get any older in the off season. But apparently, they <laughs> thought we need we don't have enough tread on our tires. We need to go at Derrick Rose and Dwayne Wade. <laughs> you're like, dude, you're, that is an old team. I mean, they they did get like a Richard Jefferson, so they did. You know, isn't it a little bit younger? Way, maybe, and maybe. they wanted to counteract that, I guess, by getting rid of Kyrie and bringing in Isaiah, Derek Rose, and Dwayne Wade. I mean, that is the oldest back. Rose, Wade, LeBron—that's a combined what hundred. Oh, and at some point, Tristan Thompson was upset because he wasn't starting. I mean, oh, it just, yeah. It's like days of our lives or days of our come calves. On. That's. Yeah, Come on. Typical Cleveland. Did Let's you, talk about college. What, go ahead. I was going to say, did you hear about the Browns botch in the trade for uh, Yeah. Garo- I mean. That's a Browns move. Yeah. <laughs> for McCarron? Eight, both McCarron and, uh, uh, was it Garoppolo? Did they try to get Garoppolo yeah, too? Yeah. I saw that Sam Darnold is keeping an eye on who gets the number one pick because if the Browns get it, he may go back to USC. I would. <laughs> That's When you got players going back to school because they I don't would, want you. I would go back to Kroger for that <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Those four brands. All right, I digress. You were going to say something about college, college, college basketball? basketball. Do you? Th- to me, it's going to start just with that shadow over it because you've got four teams in the top, 17, 18, that are under investigation by the FBI, mm-hmm. including four, number four, Arizona. Right. So do you, and, with, and beyond that, you've still got, you know, things at all. I mean, there's other stuff going on. How do you think that's going to affect the excitement for it? I think the fans, um, I think once the season gets started, you kind of maybe watch it kind of with the raised eyebrow. Um, But at the end of the day, those kids are putting the ball in the hoop, and a lot of the fans of those teams with less integrity don't care how that player got there. Yeah. that, That player's putting that jersey on their back. And uh, I think fans in basketball, especially college, have come to learn it's one and done, so they don't grow attached necessarily to those players, and they're not. I just think that just kind of because I think here's the difference: because basketball is set up in such a way that the tournament determines the winner, and you don't have to be the best team in the tournament; you just have to be the best team that day. Yeah, that day you play that opponent. Obviously, you you're you're always going to have your Number fives upset your number twelves, and if Louisville's number five, let's just say, and and um, uh, Coastal Carolina's number twelve, yeah. right? There's a, they they've always got a shot, and and number four against thirteen has a shot. So I just yeah. don't, I don't, I think there is a cloud. I would love for the FBI to get to the bottom of it. I feel like the FBI will get to the bottom of it, That's and there like will be long, there will long be right. Hole. It's going to be like five years, and it's going. to North Carolina is going to be the culprit of everything, and nothing will happen. <laughs> they are the untouchables. Uh, FBI I don't mess around. I would, but what do you got, what do you do? I mean, the, the I don't think it's a surprise to anybody that that happened. So everybody that pays attention knows that right. shady stuff happens. Right. So I, I don't know, but it, it's just man, the the stuff like that can make a. To casual viewers, that can turn them off. Just like these protests in the NFL, I, when people said, "Well, the fans aren't going to watch," I was like, "Yes, you will. You everybody's going to." But 
it's yeah. it's making a difference right in the viewership and and stuff so things like this can can turn people off that that aren't the diehards so i don't i'm just interested how that affects the season and how much it gets talked about in a louisville game or an arizona game and how much you know that to me and and what even the fbi would do and how it would affect them it's just kind of uncharted territory yeah, i think extremely so i don't know we shall but see. We'll get into that we shall later. See. Uh, just so you know, there's a new king of Atlanta in an exhibition game. Georgia State defeated Georgia Tech. Really? In an exhibition game. So Ron Hunter taking hey. his Panthers over to McCamish. Uh, it was an exhibition game, and they were doing, I believe the proceeds were going to benefit hurricane relief for either Irma or, mm. or the hurricane. That's like Georgia and Michigan State had that. Um, so great great to see that event uh, I, I saw some things on Twitter that said they should make that an annual event I agree you got yeah. two division one teams in the same city separated by about three miles probably yeah. uh, right there on the connector so yeah why not off, you know get it done yeah absolutely that's cool I like that so. um Georgia State one of the best one of the best upsets and stories in recent history in the tournament when they took down uh who did they take down was it Syracuse? No, maybe it was Baylor. I don't. I remember first who. round game. Yeah, uh, but RJ Hunter RJ, yeah. out there hit that deep three, and my goodness, and their dad jumps around. He's the same guy that got injured celebrating. Yes, he jumped up. Ron Hunter. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, kudos to Georgia State for that. So keep your guys, Georgia State, Georgia, uh, in general, basketball fans, keep your eye on Demarcus Simons uh, out of Gainesville High School, if I'm not mistaken, playing for the Georgia State Panthers. Says mm. he wants to be the best player ever to play at Georgia State. So, Gotcha. There you have keep it. Keep your ears out, people. Keep your ears out. High school football, uh, regular season ends this week. Playoffs Does start it? next week. Oh, so. man. Uh, then we jump into recruiting from the high school scene. So after that, so early I love hearing the uh, – here in the band, I can hear Squoy's band from my house, man. I yeah. love on Friday nights going outside and hearing that in the PA uh, announcer. Yeah, that's the la- this man. week was the last week you'll hear that. Uh, the Chiefs, Chiefs on the road at Sprayberry this week and got to win to get in the playoffs. And if they do, they'll go face uh, number two ranked Maze Raiders. Number two, mm. number three ranked Maze Raiders. So tough game. They down should in beat Sprayberry, shouldn't they? Yeah, they should handle Sprayberry. Yeah. But anyhow, that's all we got. So we covered professional sports. College mm-hmm. sports, a little bit of high school, so a little every bit of level, Chiefs. every level. Um, Didn't cover semi pro, but maybe next time. Next, like yeah, yeah, maybe at show number thirteen hundred. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. When we're just wasting oh, away. And... <laughs> oh boy, we didn't cover MLS playoffs either, did we? No, no, forgot to do that. No. Maybe we can do a spinoff, a little side episode that just dig into the MLS as, as much as we know, and that'll last about 13 seconds. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to have a special guest on for that segment. Yeah. Hey, you can follow us on Twitter at TheRolePlayers1. Uh, you can also pick us up on SoundCloud, The Role Players, uh, and also on iTunes. We're The Role Players with the blue and silver microphone. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have you listen, follow, tweet us. You know, still get your picks in. You can still get your picks in. Make sure we'll we'll have these posted by Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys get your picks in, and uh, have fun trying to win our money because it looks like we're yeah. gonna keep it. We yeah, to keep it. Looks, it. It's looking good for us. Yes, right it now. is. We're, we're gonna have to change our name to the professionals. Not the <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, guys, we gotta get out of here. I am Arthur Moses. Who is? Our, our opinions don't matter, but you should listen to us anyway. Thanks a lot. Have a great week. Yeah.